Hello, welcome to Wisdom Moment with Prophet Benjamin Fodjo. He is a voice called to restore the dignity of humanity, to demonstrate the power of the Holy Spirit, to reveal the true identity of Christ in us, to raise and build people of absolute dominion, to raise a fearless generation, to bring salvation to the unsafe, revival to the brokenhearted, liberate men from captivity, to reveal the absoluteness of the Holy Ghost, to break the walls of denomination and bring about unity in the body of Christ across the continent. And now, today's message. So, like I said, the Lord spoke to us in the place of prayer that the month of March happens to be a month of prophecy in the meeting. So, I made up my mind that we would ensure that we get to steady all the things that brings God's promises into pass. Am I communicating, friends? Great. So, let's do this here. The book of Revelation 19, verse number 10. Let's study the scripture here. I want us to teach the Bible today. Yes. <laughs> Revelation 19 verse 10. So let's let's study the scriptures to mind. What the mind God will serve. Where the mind of God will serve. Now before I proceed, let me say this here. Apostle Paul says that the days in which we live in are dangerous and perilous. Paul said these are perilous times and seasons. A day where an enemy can become a friend and the friend becomes an enemy. A day where the night is seen as good, whereby evil proceeds and people don't see how on that. We live in a generation whereby your good deeds are never remembered until you die. In fact, people know you are good. They wouldn't see it because of and jealousy. We live in a wicked generation. The Bible says, this generation, eh, even if they come unto God seeking repentance, their heart is filled with greed and pride. Am I communicating, church? Uh, so, if, if you want to live and strive according to God's promises, you must understand one thing, that only God can be your helper. Am I communicating, church? Now, the rate at which men are dying is insane. If that makes sense. The rate at which youngsters are dying is insane. Some of you are here feel that the Lord hasn't done much for you because you haven't received what you're expecting. So you devalue the essence of life. Wait until you die. You will not thank God. You don't hear me. The Bible says the rich man that disobeyed God and actually had pride in what he had when he entered into hell. The Bible says he said, please send me so I go back to my people. He says, I have given them priests and prophets. They should listen to them. Am I communicating, church? Now, hear me well. I want you to know something that every human being on earth has two lives. But the second life begins to matter when you discover you only have one. You didn't hear me. What am I saying here? It is that time whereby people must walk in fear of God because tomorrow is not promised. If that makes sense, church. Yesterday, I received the news from Gabbana. Because one of my personal police protocols has been killed. The guy is just 29 years old. If that makes sense. Now, according to what I read on the news, he said that um, he actually opened the gate, you know, opened the door for people to pass like that. And somebody got angry that why should the police escort ride faster than them? So the guy chased him, wanting to crash him. And was, he was actually crashed in between two cars and he died. Now, they had to use shovel to pack his body. So they couldn't, so they, he can't be buried with a full body. 
because the head was somewhere, hand was somewhere, leg somewhere. Yeah, that's how awful it is. I couldn't put the full content because it's disgusting to see. If that makes sense, church. Now the issue is this: if the guy knew that today or yesterday was his last day on earth, he would have stayed indoors. If that makes sense. When I tell you that your security in life is God, it's not a joke, it's a fact. You have no reality in this kingdom beside Jesus Christ. So those of you who are now bragging your half houses and cars, be smart and wise here. Because life is only one, two. Am I communicating, church? I was told that because he works in the office of the president, he'll be exalted. I mean, he'll give him a state burial. State burial doesn't mean peace after death. If that makes sense, church. Uh -huh. Now, uh, let people understand. So, whilst, whilst you are striving how to make ends meet, think of when the soul will go after death. It's very important. Am I communicating, it? Yes. Once you are trying to do everything possible to feel comfortable, know that life came from somewhere and life will go back to that same place again. Yes. But people must understand how you return is very important, but where you end matters the most. So, even if you were killed and you die, it's painful. But the issue is, where does the soul find rest after your departure? Am I communicating, church? Uh -huh. So, when people are, they should be very careful how they do things here. It's a pity. You know one thing? Anybody can pretend behind the camera as though we are all anointed. Wait until God exposes us all. It's funny how come whenever most at times we talk about sin, people first point at fornication, but they've forgotten witchcraft. Oh, hello. I received a call today from Amsterdam that I had a service in Amsterdam two years ago. I was raising an altar. And I told the man that I saw that somebody hit your head. And I saw that your head burst into two and I see blood coming outside. I said, in the spirit, they have placed your spirit in a goat and they shot the goat in the head. How to pray for you? The man was laughing, he was giggling. Is it those who feel that nothing can happen to them? Mm. He feels he owns life. It is ignorance. I'm telling you. I was telling Mama that sometimes in destiny, when God projects you higher and He gives you a different set of people, you will not get to understand the levels of oil. You could understand you better. I told the man, I said, sir, I'm raising 100 euros or 15 people. Come and join the man says he can't. He wouldn't. He has a man, he won't just do it. It doesn't make sense to him. I was told that he's been dead for two weeks now in his house. And nobody knew it. Until his friends pushed the door, broke the door, and they met the man like that. Now, according to what they said, they realized that the man fell from his staircase and his head broke into two. And for two weeks, He's been there. No one knows about it. Because he lives alone. Now, the pastors asked me, that prof, please, we need you to come and do emergency service for us. Because the two people you prophesied to that will die, they are dead now. So we need to come back. I said, no, my agenda is too booked. I can't come now. <laughs> April, I am tired. I'm, me, I can't come. June, let's see what happens. You don't get it. Why should a mistake teach you what obedience can have taught you better? I'm ready to receive Is it that hard? I mean, sometimes when you check your daily expenses, it's more than this. If you are here, eh? 
coming. I'm your pastor. And you walk with anybody that would help you disrespect God's instruction. That's your enemy. Tell you. It will only take an enemy to make you stop what to do what is right and pure. Now, after they bury him, we'll forget about him. Did him? Who will be remembered after death? After one year, why is it longer? Once we are done eating at your funeral, it's forgotten. It's a pity. Open your hands. I seek for protection for you. That you will end gloriously. Can I teach you? And I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, See, that you don't do that. I'm a fellow servant. Of your brethren who have the testimony of Christ. Worship God for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Can I teach you? Okay. So, I wouldn't want to spend my time expanding on what prophecy means because for two weeks now, I've been talking about prophecy and I'm dealing with the things you ought to do that will help you manifest your prophetic statement here. But this is something enticing, the Bible said. It says, worship God for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Now, the Lord is telling the church that there are many patterns he has aligned unto mankind that a man must locate in front. One of the patterns is called prophecy. Keep it low Hear me well. Remember God is a spirit. And his ways are beyond understanding. Even if you claim you know all. That thing you think is all. Is still least in God's kingdom. Because in God's kingdom. You actually get to know more. When you feel you have learned more. You didn't get me. Because true knowledge in God's kingdom. Entails that a man should know nothing to know everything. <laughs> So one of the patterns allocated for the saints to know how God will preach is through prophecy. That's deep. When you come to church and I say lift up your hands to God in the act of singing and praises, there's another system he has allocated for us to praise him. If that makes sense. Now, the average believer assumes that singing worship means I'm singing worship. Meanwhile, God says worship begins with your life. Until the will of the Father has found you where you are. The worship you sing, I mean, you render through songs. It makes no sense to him. Because worship is not song. Am I, am I communicating? If, if worship was only entitled to songs, then angels will have the best of songs. Because they, have, they, they don't have any other job apart from singing worship unto God's name. If that makes sense. So Paul says, number one, our worship has got to do with how we live in honor of his integrity. When we become a mirror of his thoughts and mindset, that's worship here. Number two, he says, in order for God to understand what to give him as worship, you must understand how prophecy operates. Am I communicating? So any human being that lacks the spirit of prophecy, or you lack prophecy on your head, what you claim as worship to God is useless. That's what I mean. That should tell you how powerful prophecy is. I made you understand that prophecy has got nothing to do with me telling your name. These are only a way for God to boost your feet. 
once I make the thought of God clear to you through words, that's prophecy communicated. So let no one tell you prophecy has got to do with the future. No. If you enter into God, tomorrow is yesterday. Yesterday is today. You didn't hear me. <laughs> there are no sequence of time arrangement in heaven. Am I communicating? This is quiet. <laughs> the Bible says the God of yesterday will not be the God of today. Shall not be the God of tomorrow. The God of yesterday is the God of today. Is the God of tomorrow. So today is Wednesday on earth. Let's assume today is Wednesday in heaven. If I enter into heaven, Wednesday is yesterday. Wednesday is today. Wednesday is tomorrow. So if people try to peg prophecy to the event of tomorrow, you are wrong. Because prophecy is God being communicated through us. Once he makes his will and thoughts clear towards you, prophecy has been communicated. When you have a problem and you come before the Lord, you kneel before the altar. When you speak unto him, it's called prayer. The response to your prayer is called prophecy. That's God speaking to you. Am I communicating? You dare not trust a spirit you can't communicate to. Did you hear me? How do you want to enhance a relationship with a spirit without communication? Okay, let's leave a spirit out here. Let's bring it to another sense. How do you want lovers to cooperate if they can't communicate? Every day they are fighting. How can you call that a love? It's called wrestling. It's called boxing. John Cena, Baptista. Somebody say fire. No, am I communicating, church? So God says He's a shepherd, and you are a sheep. And He gets to know where you stand in Him based on your quick response to His instructions. Am I communicating, friends? So please, just as the way you seek to have a stronger bond with God, seek to hear His voice too. Because he solidifies your intimacy through his speech. I'm telling you. No, you know, people who hear God can make mistakes. Am I communicating, friends? So, before I told you, if you enter into any denomination and they tell you that never in your life believe in prophecy, you, that's, that's a demon teaching you here. Telling you. Telling you. <laughs> because. It will only take evil spirits to rebuke God's standard. Study the scriptures well. The Bible says, when man fell into sin, when man fell into iniquity, the Bible says it was the desire of God to see man being restored back to where we fell from. And the Bible says he sent his son. But before Christ appeared in the picture, the Bible says he commanded prophet to speak of his coming. A child shall be born. The government shall be upon his shoulder. He shall be called wonderful, the Prince of Peace. The Bible says, before Mary would accept the offer of accepting Christ, an angel had to speak about the coming of Christ. Am I communicating, church? Uh -huh. So, even Christ couldn't do anything about his presence and coming until prophets spoke. So, let people understand that the foundation of Christianity is prophecy, the blood is the pillar. Am I communicating, church? So let people understand that prophecy is one of the greatest gifts anybody can receive. Anybody. There are 8 billion people in the world. It will take grace and mercy to fish you out. Do you hear me? <laughs> Yesterday, if you join our service on Zoom, I told myself I want to take testimonies because some of the miracles were just astonishing. 
how I say this here, friends? If God doesn't show you mercy and you neglect his instructions and principles, he will let somebody else walk in the order of your life. This kingdom, nothing was ever created to be entrusted unto a person. It was created to be entrusted unto a destiny, not a person. My words are you must fast before you listen to my words. Even you only hear English, you hear spirits. I'm telling you. So a lady came from Cameroon. She lives in USA. I told them that I'm doing first fruit. And you know first fruit means releasing your salary for the month of January. It is one of the most difficult things anybody can do. Hello? Only few members in this church came up to me asking for first fruit. Only few. Even with that, because they joined Zoom and they heard me talk about that. Oh, hello. I'm like, young lady, you just came from Cameroon. You don't have a place to stay. You're not even functioning well. The prophet. I want to live in the order of God's commandment. Because I want to be a clean. Whereby at, 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 at my command, things will happen with ease. I was touched. But the said, I'm like, you know one thing, please, you just keep your offering. We have our mothers and fathers, let them do theirs. Even for them, they have some savings. Oh, don't get me, do it. I just sent it. And God told me to tell her that they will create a job for her. A job that is not in existence, they will create it for her and give her pay. The prof, <laughs> this is USA, not Africa. So finally, she had a call and they said, We've seen your CV somewhere. I just came back from Cameroon. I've not done any CV. So we saw a CV somewhere and we say, We want to employ you. So that's true. She went there and said, Ah, we look at your CV. Department has no work for you here. But we just love you. So we want to create. A department out of our department for you and make you the boss over the department. These are just white. If that makes sense. Now, the latest background of study is software, not technical engineering. So, this technical thing and software are two different things. But it's something on your head that made us understand that if you want to advance our company, let us create a department called software engineering for you. So, be the boss, teach us how to work with you. Hello? The boss that employed this lady has worked for 12 years in the company. And he says, I want to submit to you to teach me how to do this thing. Because the company is not dependent on you. How God operates is beyond human understanding. When he speaks, just listen to him. <laughs> Your life was created to be an extension of God's possibilities. Am I communicating? about God can never be explained to your generation if you don't live in a certain way that God has in mind for a man. Let people understand that you were created so you could actually be a carrier of God's glory. Oh yeah. Some time ago, the Lord told me, he says, desire to work a miracle. Because once you pursue after miracles with a godly mindset, it increases my thought and view of you in heaven. 
some people eh, they will continually work in testimonies not because of anything but for the thought behind their pursuit or because they want to expand the kingdom by what they do are you aware that your testimony is a voice it speaks for itself once you begin to live a changed life everything about you will change tell me friends oh are you blessed friends clap your hands church so let people understand that prophecy is God's talking for a man somebody said glory I told you you can never work in prophecy fulfillment if you don't work in belief don't go to that I was saying before number two you can never work in prophecy fulfillment if you don't work in what in obedience am I communicating I won't go back to that I spoke about that already let us say amen number three you can never work in prophecy fulfillment if you don't walk hear me what if you don't walk in sacrifice hear me church one of the most difficult things anybody can ever do in this kingdom is to work in sacrifice can I say this here you don't understand what love means but you want in continual sacrifice yes the Lord has never and God will never acknowledge your act of service if sacrifice is out of it one of the reasons why God would ever accept whatever you claim as service unto him so he sees the dexterity of a sacrifice telling you people don't know that the Lord never communicates love and sacrifice as of even he makes sure that what you claim as called love the sacrifice of the basis here for God so loved the world he portrayed that love by giving his son. Church, hear this powerful mystery here. Begin. Nobody enters into God's kingdom. Nobody begins to access God's mindset. Nobody begins to reflect God's glory until you erect an altar. Somebody's asking, Papa, what do you mean an altar? Let me church. There are principles between heaven and earth. And until the Lord performs whatever the earth demands, he God becomes incapacitated. Do you hear me? Look at me, church. The Bible says anytime the Lord wanted to speak unto Abraham, he asked them to lift up an altar. An altar has become a place of worship where a spirit and a man finds pleasure. Am I communicating? Now, don't forget that even though you were created in God's image, you live in a different world. A spirit can find expression until something looks like God upon the earth. It's called altar. Whatever the Lord sends forth the word upon God's destiny, he's telling you in a way that until I erect an altar that speaks of my words to you, I can't work in manifestation. It's an altar. Demons can't even operate against your soul until they ensure they have an altar back in them. And altar also means a presence. Am I communicating? So, when God speaks forth or sends forth a word upon your destiny, one thing that ensures the fulfillment of the prophecy is the speaking of the blood. I'm not teaching you. Jesus Christ said, in order for me to redeem the world out of sin and iniquity, he had to live a holy life for 33 years. The Bible says he was called the lamp that was left for our sins. Look at me, church. No altar has power until the altar has blood. And the enemy knew that until Christ is pure, he can't save the world. So the enemy had to tempt Christ in so many ways in staining himself. The Bible says Christ became the lamp and also became the high priest that killed himself and then spilled his blood and brother went back to him again. So at the time, God sends a prophetic word. It's like an earth has been erected. Am I communicating, church? Yes. 
and he ensures that what you lay on the altar becomes your speaking God validates how much they claim they love him based on what they give him it's a mystery oh am I communicating right any human being that has a problem with giving it's half of what you see I'm telling you because through the act of giving you begin to make God understand why he created you I <laughs> Let people understand that your debt of giving is a debt of love. There is no way a man can ever tell you he loves God if he doesn't understand the principle of giving. I'm telling you, sir. Every human being that ever walked in possibilities in this kingdom were people that were, these were, these were crazy givers. Look at me, church. I was praying of reason and God opened my eye. I was shocked. In the vision, he was showing me some patriots of the prophetic ministry. Or let me say mentors of the prophetic ministry. Now I saw a current general in the prophetic and got to me that you see, I have let this man drop that the mantle, but I've given him 20 years of grace period. If he's going to earn a name in the spirit, he will be seen in 20 years. He says, Whatever the man did, I give him grace to do it. He says, Now nah, I'm going to step, I'll take a step behind and watch him work it out. Shocked. He says, let me show you what I made him do. That made him end his name. Do the same thing too. I was shocked. <laughs> now look at me, church. Abraham was a man like you and I. He had feelings and emotions too. At 70, he still couldn't tell if the voice he heard was God or his mind. The issue was, there was no testament in his lineage that said God spoke to them. Talk to me, church. God didn't do any miracles strictly for him to believe it was God. He just obeyed. Hear me church. From nowhere he met Melchizedek who was the high priest of God. The Bible says after Melchizedek prophesied to him he said let me give you one tenth of whatever I have. The issue is this. In the days of Abraham there was no Bible. There was no law. There was no Torah. There was no pastor. There was no prophet. What made Abraham know that if I give one tenth God give me this. In other words Abraham lived before time began with him. Before the law was established on his own generation, he saw ahead. Oh God. Oh God. Hey, this is why people must pray for sensitivity and discernment. So you can tell the matters of the Lord. Oh, are you blessed today? Clap your hands, church. Oh. Oh. God was shocked to see a man who hasn't even seen the law yet, yet can tell the honors of the kingdom. He haven't seen the law yet. Moses was chance to see God write the law. He didn't see God write the law. He could tell the law from God's heart. God says, Kai, you are a son indeed. Now look at me. If you look at all the features of Melchizedek and look at all the features of Christ, it's the same. Christ was the high priest. In the same time, a prophet. Am I communicating? Was the king. The Bible says Melchizedek was a king over Salem and a high priest unto God. The Bible says when Christ came, he had a triumphant entry into Jerusalem. Salem as a high priest. Number two, the Bible says Melchizedek had no beginning, had no end. In other words, Christ had no beginning, has no end. Number three, the Bible says he was a king over sons. He didn't make mention of daughters. The Bible says, and God has come through Christ to bring about the manifestations of the sons of God. Am I coming to church? The Bible says that he couldn't die as in Christ. 
until he gave us wine and bread. The Bible says, after Abraham gave tithe unto Melchizedek, he gave him wine and bread. Now, his discernment to tell the content of God made Christ appear in time. So Christ didn't appear when they said he should appear through prophecy. Just because a man could tell who God was, God says, let me go appear in this person here. So Christ appeared twice through Melchizedek. it hard to understand sacrifice. It's hard for God to work with them. I'm telling you, church. This should be the mandate of every believer to give without thinking. I'm telling you. If you must have power, you must understand what it means to give. Eh? Forget what you have. If you're not a giver, you die as a beggar. I'm telling you. Trust me. Adon, <laughs> I sent a message to Mimi. It was after I finished my service online. I was so shocked with the testimonies that God was giving us. And I saw an angel knock at my door. He came to me and then sat and said, Right there, where's I tell you? In the vision, I saw an old man, an aged man, very old. And the man was shining like gold. So bright. He says, This man, a million years before life began with you. He said, But nobody could tell his ways and his act. So God had to preserve his ways in the spirit. So that anyone that wants to understand destiny will have to go through this man's path. God told me, when people live right according to God's power and life, he has a way of immortalizing their act in the spirit. That people must encounter them to see God. He says, you think you are wise because of prayer. So it is true. But he says, this man lived their way. People couldn't tell what he says. He says, Solomon understood the man's path by field. He says, you live that same path and have given grace. He says, you will sit and you will think. And the man's word will come to you. In this kingdom, man, when you live in sacrifice, it makes you live the life of the patriarchs. Because men don't die. Aye. Say sacrifice. <laughs> Am I communicating, Judge? No. The Lord doesn't know you are suffering. Did you hear me? Are you aware in the spirit it was Moses that made God know there was a race in front of him? Talk to me, Judge. He said, what do we do? Our enemies are behind us. He says, Moses, go forward. March forward. To God, the land and the sea was one. You didn't get me. <laughs> you only needed Moses to take a step so the sea would open up to him. You didn't get me, church. Oh, praise God. Once people try to synchronize their problems emotionally, you give the enemy a voice over your life. I'm telling you. You need to clap your hands, church. <laughs> Am I communicating, church? Please listen to this kingdom truth. Aye. Huh. Europe doesn't bless. Africa doesn't bless. America doesn't bless. Asia doesn't bless. It is God that blesses. Talk to me, church. It is so. Oh, am I communicating? Somebody is living in the US and is suffering like in Africa. Oh, you, you don't know. <laughs> when I used to have services in Brussels, right? A lady came to church. Never for once did she ever give an offering. Never for once. And I said, Why do I see 5,000 euro pounds? That's true. <laughs> but never <very> sharp. <laughs> Years ago, I bought one dress for 5,000 euros. I said, now, Marika. I said, you will die soon. 5,000. Go on. 
She even had spine problem. She was even sick every day. So <laughs> when she comes here, she sits. Am I communicating? If you join me tonight on Zoom, I'll give you deeper meaning. Of here. Friends, hear me clearly. Well. I'm begging someone, church. Let people understand that anything that happens to a man's life, anything, whether you've been good or bad, thank you, sir, you can't blame God. You didn't get me. It's easier for you to accredit the good things to God because you say God is good. And it's easier to accredit bad things to the devil because you claim your enemy is evil. But you've forgotten that God answers your prayer by speaking to you. You didn't get me. He doesn't answer your prayer by listening to you. He answers by talking back to you. Am I teaching friends? Tell me say glory. Now, I'm not speaking these mysteries so you keep it in your head. Because it is not how much of the knowledge you have that determines your worth. It's the ability to apply them that makes you valuable. Let me check. It's like taking the child to school and the child not standing for exams. That child is useless. I'm telling you. Oh, praise God, church. Huh. This God, eh? You must fear him. Do you hear me? What did I say? You must what? Fear him. <laughs> I repeat. I said, no matter what happens to you, whether good or bad, you can't blame God. Blame yourself. Should I tell you why? Yes. The Lord has given men a laid down principle on what you must do. Talk to me, Jesus. Oh, hello. Okay. Now, are you aware my father speaks to me a lot? My mom speaks to me a lot. Once I go out there to showcase God, nobody sees them. They see me. Talk to me, Jesus. No, nobody sees what she told me before I preached. They get to applaud and say, Kai, the guy is too powerful. Hey, you're eloquent. You can speak very well. Very powerful guy. We had a session this morning on Zoom. It was mind-blowing. I made that spirit for one hour and I prophesied for almost close one hour. It was back-to-back like that. As early as 4.30 a.m., we had 120 people watching us live on Zoom at 1.20. None from Africa, Europe, and USA. I watched a lady buffing her kids in Qatar. Buffing the children. She was buffing the kid. She was buffing herself while she missed Because she doesn't want to miss service. People in the haste to hear God. Somebody wants to hear what God is saying because they know that once God has spoken, it's whatever. It is not like that. No. When the Lord finds you worthy of his assignment and he gives you an instruction, if you disobey, you've let him down. Because it will not only take human beings to applaud you when you make achievements. Even spirits do. Apostle Paul says, for you have been surrounded by a cloud of witnesses. 
So there are people that are invincible. They see what to do. In the club, you. Yes. These are called elders in the spirit. They speak on your behalf when God mentioned me. God says, have you seen my servant Job? It wasn't only to the devil alone. Even the elders too. They've seen a man that looks like us. <laughs> Am I communicating? So, whenever the Lord gives you something in your hand and he demands for it and you disobey, he says, you have chosen the demon over me. Because the spirit that watches over when is called Mammon, he's a demon. That demon brings about comfort and forgetfulness. I told you, one thing is faster than speed, it's called forgetfulness. He said, how come you've forgotten so soon how I made you? That now you have chosen what you go through over me. It's a pity. Can I say this, church? Never in your life submit to an authority who will help you know God better. It is better to die knowing God alone than to be in the wrong God. Did you hear me? A lady I prayed for years ago, I said, your husband can never change. So let's go of the man. He said, problem, no, no, no. I can pray to kiss him. We are praying, keep him. Now, she has begun drinking alcohol like a man. Man takes him to stress. So, when she's stressed, she can't talk to him, she has to drink alcohol. She has liver cancer now. Back to this. When people find it hard giving to God, he wonders if they understand the love he has in mind for them. Tell him, church. Never forget this pattern. This is how men command inheritance in the spirit. I'm telling you, church. Are you telling me that so God couldn't tell how faithful men would be like? Hear me, church. God couldn't tell that they were about to be faithful people that will walk in distant life even more than King Solomon. But just because of one sacrifice, God says, nobody on earth will be as wise as you. Oh, hello? Hello? Ah. What was God thinking when he saw Solomon do that sacrifice? What was God seeing that somebody can't do? Somebody woke up and offered a, 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 a hundred thousand uh, unto God and God says, none on earth shall be richer than you. What does God think? <laughs> Can I teach you? The last word. This is why you should never say that when I'm raising funds. Hear this. The Lord never teaches a man not to prioritize time in the spirit. He only teaches you how to work with him so you can tell by instant when it comes around you. Let me break it down. God will never tell you how to pick moments in the spirit. Okay. Thank God we've all sat in a plane before, right? Talk to me, church. Okay. Are you aware your plane can never land? I mean, descend until there is signal communicated from the tower. Two of us. Ah. Somebody's there giving the plane or the pilot that command. God doesn't be like that. He won't tell you how to pick signals in the spirit. Because if God is to teach you how to pick signals in the spirit, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't understand what He gives you. 
when you become sensitive to spiritual matters in God, and you, not, you cannot pick matters, you will not prioritize testimony very well. So, once he descends his mind in glory and says that you should release this, that moment can be a moment of justification for you. Whereby somebody who works in the order of your life might have left that part, and your quick obedience to that matter will bring you there. Look at me. Hear me well. There is no great man living or dead that will ever tell you that whatever became of them is as a resource of God's full distinction for their life. When they walked through destiny, there were matters in life and destiny where they had to walk by discernment to tell what God was saying. And their quick response to that made them God before men. Nobody on earth has that standing before God that at a point in time he doesn't fall short of his glory. When he showcases his mercy, he ensures that you walk through discernment to tell when he's speaking to you. Am I coming here? When you neglect sacrifice, you neglect life. Did you hear me? When you neglect sacrifice, you have neglected what? Life. The only asset you have in this kingdom aside God is how obedient you are to principles. Somebody say given. Clap your hands, church. Number two. Number two. Present me one. There is no way you are ever permitted to walk in that life of yours called prophecy until you understand the place of patience and prudence. Am I talking church? One of the most difficult things anybody can ever do on earth is to wait upon one's time. Hey, waiting is not for the weak, it's for the strong. Because once you begin to wait upon the Lord, everything looks like God can do for you. Even if it would take God one minute to bless you, it would look very far. <laughs> oh, you didn't hear me, church. Can I break this revelation here? And I prefer time someone's up. So we can pray now. Somebody say hallelujah. Are you aware the angel that went to Elizabeth to break the good news to her? Is the same angel that told Mary the good news. Talk to me, church. Are you aware? When angel Gabriel went to Elizabeth, told her you will carry the seed, that same angel. Now, are you aware it wasn't two different days? It was the same day. But when Elizabeth went to tell the good news to Mary, the Bible says the babies in their stomach lived. History said, that John the Baptist was six months older than Jesus. Wait. I give mama a good news. I give mama Hilda a good news. Once I leave, mama wants to go and tell Hilda the good news. And all of a sudden, one is six months old, pregnant. One is three months old, pregnant. These were, not, these were life miracles encounters. How did one day become six months? Oh, hello. How did one day become? 
The Bible says that Elizabeth waited upon the Lord until she was called barren by men. And those years of mockery became months before the Lord. I know you are suffering. Let God's time best define you. Yeah. He knows how to answer men. No, you see a problem. You want to have, you want to prove something to men you have not failed, and you keep failing. Because it doesn't take your reward to silence men. It is God. It's God. It is God. It is God. It is God. No. You are at that edge of your life where you feel everything is crashing. Church, it takes birth destinies. I have never seen any pregnant woman ever laughing once giving birth. Imagine you're giving birth, you're laughing. <laughs> the pain is sweet. How is that possible? And funny enough, once the baby comes out, you get to forget the pain. Haven't you seen women say, man of God, me when I get pregnant and I give birth, I don't, I don't get pregnant again. Oh, forget. After three months. Three months. After three months, you say different baby again. I know a lady that's given birth to seven children in Germany. Seven. Seven kids. Papa asked for this last one. Me, I won't, give, I won't do it again. Pam. It's one year, one year interval. I won't do it again. Then pam. I won't do it again. Then pam. Seven. <laughs> Hello? Can I say this, friends? The weight of your life, the weight of your pain, the depth of your sorrow, the depth of whatever you suffered in your life will tell us how big you'll be like. Hey, God has a way of compressing 10 years in six months. That the end results will be beyond human explanation. Ah, it wasn't normal for John to eat honey and wild locusts. It was not just a miracle, it was an embodiment of God Himself. He carried God. Either misses. The Bible says Zachariah lived in the church uncompromisingly. He just went to God says, Let me give you something that looks like me. The weight of his pain was so powerful that until God speaks to him directly, God will be called a sinner. So God says, let me award you by giving somebody that will baptize me. Patience is a virtue. You have standing, friends. Your time is up. You have standing. Thank you and God bless you for listening to Wisdom Moment with Prophet Benjamin Forger. Don't forget to share with us how this message has been a blessing to you and your family on plus 324-9209-0454 or email us at office at benjaminforger.org. Follow Prophet Benjamin on Facebook, YouTube, podcast at Prophet Benjamin Forger. On Instagram is Benjamin underscore Forger. Twitter is Senior Benjamin Forger. And on website is www.benjaminforger.org Raise the moment with Prophet Benjamin Forger. The vision, the mission, the passion.